Well, hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, hello my Clementine Ragtime girl. Something like that. Yeah, right. I don't know if I... I was going to say Clementine. <laughs> I don't know if I hit it right or not. So, my goodness. Good, Good morning. morning, everybody. Good morning. How are Good morning. You? Good. How are you? I am fantastic. We should have done a reaction video to the Harmon Designs over yeah. here, because you're going, ooh, that looks good. Ooh, that looks good. <laughs> that looks good. So He does some nice work. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Check out Harmon Designs the My Little there. Pony Car. Addison was pumped, man. She was absolutely Morning, Brooks. ecstatic about that one. So, guys, check them out. They do great work over there, Harmon Designs. Uh, the uh, link in the description below. And as always, you can see the sign behind me. Yep. Gruntworks Custom Woods. Getting it done there. Yeah, he's been banging out some awesome signs too. Oh, awesome signs! Fantastic, fantastic. Maybe all hand carved. And the, you know the the last one we'll talk about right now. Maybe you know during this quarantine, your neighbor's just been driving you crazy. You guys getting a little too close to each other. You want to move? Well, there's a rock star realtor, Sean Nugent. Yep. Check him out. The link, the phone number, all that down in the description below. We got some racing to talk about, guys. Hopefully. Everybody's doing fantastic today. We got a guest today on the show. We do. We do. I'm excited. We, we always have a good time. He's we been do. on the show a few times here. Pandemic. <laughs> see how he's doing through this. I don't even know how you guys Pen-a-demic. say that. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see how old Hayden Cardwell is doing here today. I'm excited. The money man. The money man. We'll see. He's he's in for some big money right now. Uh, World of Outlaws. Yeah. He is leading. <laughs> The uh, the super late models. So uh, which wasn't it? Uh, before this, a while back, didn't he win? Um, won it like six grand in a series or something? I don't know if it. I I don't know if it's sick. He he's he's been winning some cash yeah. though in this uh, pandemic. Did I get pandemic? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have to What's up, Bill? What's up, Caleb? Really, really work on that, Caleb Ramsey. Congrats to him. Getting the that. W. He got dirty last night. Got a uh, a win there. He put the screen in. He's official now, so congrats. No DQs. Your first official win here, his second win overall. And goes out and sets the fastest slap he's ever set. (coughs) So doing it good. See the screen. Look what the screen did. Look what the screen did. (laughs) Absolutely, four thousand. It was four thousand. Still, that's a good payday for eye racing. Not bad. And he's chasing uh, a big payday now. So we'll talk to uh, Hayden Cardwell. Yep. And uh, we'll have that a little later. So we we got some fun to be had. I'll tell you what. We'll we'll get kind of into we'll eye start racing out because last night, man. We did some eye racing. We did. I had an absolute blast. I hopped in a new league, man. Wild horse yeah, racing. Yeah, talk about that. Uh, that's what I get. Wild horse racing, guys. Check them out. If you are a cup guy, if you, if, if you want to have some fun. I don't think it's broadcasted. I think these guys are just... Out to have some a good old time there. There's nothing wrong with that because we did 130 laps, one caution last night. That's incredible. At Homestead. Homestead, man. That's a incredible. lot tougher track than I thought it would be. A lot tougher track. Yeah, because so, it's, it's not really a short track, but it's not really a super speedway either. Well, that it's, it's kind of like Indianapolis where it, it's not just – you know two sets of turns right it's it's all that is different and you you gotta really measure it up and everything and these guys just did a fantastic job i worked my butt off to stay on the lead lap and i, I sped into the pits so uh i ended up coming down uh, i'm usually couple, good for doing that couple laps out there it, it snuck up on me man 
Homestead can uh, can definitely kick its kick its feet up at you and and snarl and growl at Pit you. Pit stops so. is where it can all go wrong real fast. Right, and if there's no friggin' uh, yellow flags, right, you're green flag pinned, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's where it goes all bad for me usually. <laughs> Absolutely, Jeffrey Price, he's actually the guy that's uh, running the show there. At Wild Horse, what's going on, man? Yeah, but congrats uh, to you for putting on a fantastic. One hundred and thirty laps and one caution. That's 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 fun, is what that is. Yeah. I mean, I, that's I just some good racing. I complain as a, a bad driver about green flag pits. That was just because I'm not good at them. So, Tommy Boy was hoping for some cautions. Yeah, right, just one. Just, <laughs> I just need one right now, right now. But no, it didn't come out. So, unfortunately, yep, that's what happens. No, I did not, Chris. That is Chris's fantastic. Uh, uh, deal. I, I I called it out. So, where were we? No, I I did that in my Arca race. <laughs> it was the oh, with two laps to go. It was the truck race though this Thursday um, from the ECRS, and I felt so bad because it was like ten laps to go. Downing's in the lead, doing a great job, and he's uh, like, and this is about the time where Downing is gonna tap dance all over because he's a world renowned tap dancer, and uh, he, he's gonna tap dance all over. And man, it was two laps later. Somebody comes to shoot it four wide, and, and if he just would have said, "Hey, I'm coming four wide," it wouldn't have been a problem because these guys are going three wide for a while. And it's Pocono, so you, you're wide. You got the 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 room to go, and it scared him. He just he, he was close to the wall, and his spotter said, "You're up by the wall," or uh, or not, "You're up by the wall." He said, uh, "You got one eye." He's thinking to himself, "How the heck do I got one eye? What the wall? Are you going out the wall?" So he jots down real quick, and he gets into the the other guy below him. I think it was Trowbridge, and then Trowbridge gets into Westwood there. So really good set of drivers out there. And then here it comes, Brad Haldane, Brad Haldane, Brad Haldane. Exactly. No, no, that wasn't it. That was before. That caused the the green white checkered. But right. The most enthusiastic <laughs> call for second place ever in i racing history. I think it was. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was that was a fun that little run good. there. <clears throat> oh man, that's what somebody asked. They said, uh, "Man, is your voice like? Are you gonna have a voice?" When I was like, "Dude, I was a singer. Like, I I know how to like. If I throw it out for a second, I gotta reel it back in. Like, I I know I got many of races to call here. I gotta keep that enthusiasm going with them all." Hey, uh, Mr. Mojo's on here, and speaking of Mr. Mojo, um, Eddie Van Meter takes the win out of Speedrome last night, running that mojo. It made you go-go! It did, it did, man. I'm going to have to see, I, I need to check the, the local regulations here. Uh, can, do you know, can you run that stuff on carts? I don't think you can run no. tire treatment with carts, No, well, here's here's Maybe the, in the new Checkers and Records League. I'm going to let you in on a little <laughs> secret on that is... Uh, as long as they're not running a sniffer on your tires, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can run it. You can run it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but if you, but if you know in tech they're going through and putting a sniffer on your tires, yeah, you don't want to run that stuff. <laughs> right, absolutely. So uh, no. We, uh, then John Etheridge is on here. Said his three the monster three event series is up to four thousand dollars and growing. VLR puts on great shows. Um, it's going to be fun. Uh, so that three event day that he's talking about. Yes. Uh, Jay Weezy, yep. myself, yep. and CC and LJ. Yep. All the monsters of dirt kind of, I'm not going to say personalities because the drivers are the personalities, but the guys you hear. Broadcasters. Exactly. Yeah, the broad, well, I, maybe a little more than that. We're, we're kind of like, John kept us like, he wanted uh, that that uh, that voice, if you, the voices 
of the the monsters of dirt, if you will. And all three of us are going to get together. So we're calling different uh, uh, events each night. And I think for the feature, we're all going to hop in there together. So that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that. I mean, you talk, like I said, you know, we talked about it before. They, they've really, that, uh, that dirt series really cleaned up. And they are, uh, are faster than ever right now in a fixed three-night series for some cash. Yeah. For some cash. Cold cash <laughs> money. Cold, hard cash right there. And then uh, let's don't forget the guy. Uh, there's one to call tonight. Pricks of Pavement uh, Championship, championship going down tonight. Night. Darlington. Absolutely. I'm going to I'm gonna throw in there and uh, hold down last place for everybody. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Somebody's got to do it. So uh, it's uh, uh, looking forward to that. Darlington. And I've been doing some practicing. I was going to say that's a tough track. It I is. Think, it is. I think people will if, underestimate. If you never, if you never, I will say this to anybody: if they're planning on running the night, go do some practice. Because if you've never ran at Darlington, don't just jump in there and think you can go out there and run it. Because it's it, it takes some getting used to. You know what I just thought of? Like I'm mean, over here thinking. I think like on these off seasons, maybe we need to get like wild horse is too best the pricks of pavement's too best ecrs is too like best. nsrl's too best yeah and let's go at the yeah. cwtv's irock all these let's guys that uh well I'm, wild horse isn't on cwtv but i'm running it so i'm not gonna be one of those guys that's gonna be running but i think that'd be a good little uh good little time there so and like i said i, I can't get over just how much fun that was last night man that was I wish I wish I'd have known. I'd have jumped in and ran there. I I just randomly caught like that's what every now and then I'll catch one of those on the iRacing League's uh, uh, Facebook page. I'll catch one of those like, hey, we're having a recruitment race tonight, and I'm able to to jump in it because I don't get a race too much, but I, I try to get into uh, a few officials every week, and and I've been trying to get into a league here and there because I really feel like a league can can really progress and really help you. No matter really the talent, because if if it's maybe not the the best talent in there, you learn to work around that. And the opposite way, if it's really good talent, you got to find the speed. So yeah, it, it really works both ways. So I, I myself you just lead lead you have fun in. Right, and myself, I, I like to run with guys that are that are better than me because that's gonna you know push me to be better. Right, absolutely. I mean, you know, because you can get into an official and like last night, you know, jumped out and leading it, and even though I couldn't seal the deal, but still ran, finished third. Where if I go into like pricks of payment or you know another league like that, I'm not gonna run as good as I do in the officials. Right. So. You know that's that's going to help you, and I I noticed from you know the short time I've been doing i racing and, and running leagues like Monsters of Dirt and some of the other leagues that I've been involved in, that it has made me a better driver, and I I do run better in the officials now. Right. And, so and sometimes though you feel like a hero in the officials, right? And you right. go to a quick zero when you hop over into like I said, I mean I was feeling good. I've been like a solid top ten. In the B series uh, uh, Xfinity Cup right. cars, and been having a good time. in The officials, man, I really thought, like, man, I'm gonna go on this wild horse. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a top ten here. I couldn't even get into the top ten, man. So it it just goes to show you. I mean, that with that speed, it, it's gonna push me to get faster. Like the ECRS, I run their practice race with them mm -hmm. on Wednesday nights. Those guys are fast, exactly. And and I do that because right there, again, it's 
It's that I asked him if like, can you give me contingency points so like whatever I finish in the practice race, can I just compete in the actual series with that finish? But I don't think they want to give. You us know, that. but we've also seen other drivers, you know, grow running these leagues. I mean, talk about Brad Haldane, for instance, and and not that Brad was ever terrible. Yeah. Brad Haldane, Brad Haldane, <laughs> Brad Haldane, <laughs> and not that he was ever terrible. But but it's really, you know, made him better driver, and you see right. him, you know, running top fives now and stuff like that. So, uh, Stillwell, you know, he wasn't really an asphalt driver, but he's come on and, right. and turned into a pretty good asphalt driver. So, Yep, absolutely there. Brooks, I mean, look Brooks, at Brooks going yeah. through the monsters of dirt like that. I mean, yep. he's pushing himself each and every night in every series. At the, and that's one of the best examples right there, man. You go... I got feeling good in these officials, and I, I finally stepped into the Monsters of Dirt thinking, man, I can do this. And then I was like, whoa, reality check. I am not that good on dirt. But you get there. You get there. You feel you, – you get that comfortable there. So Brad said you rang. You rang. <laughs> uh, let's get to <laughs> Tyler's uh, question here. Screamed his name three times. If someone just tuned in for the first time ever, how would you describe what they are watching and what the show is about? Uh I would describe what they're watching as a, a couple guys having fun talking about racing and what we enjoy doing. You know, we cover everything from iRacing to dirt sprint cars to local speedrome to quarter scale Ingles. I mean, we, we cover all aspects of motorsports. So IndyCar, F1, IndyCar, NASCAR, F1, yeah. I mean, the big, the big stuff to the small stuff, like you said at the beginning, you throw a motor and some wheels on a bar stool, we're we'll watch it at least once. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll go out there and see if it's anything fun, but absolutely we we like to have a uh, a good time here have some fun i've, I've watched some ty b tv right it's uh he, he can i like his wheel he's got that uh that uh, slotted out wheel the the quick adapter i don't know what uh he's adapting it to obviously but uh he's got that nice is a big one big yeah, old see wheel. i got a big wheel too. yeah exactly i i would like that but the the g29 just does but it, you uh, know i i've been running my um I have like a GT wheel, and I've been running it, and I use it for sprint cars, NASCAR. To me, the big wheel's nice, but it's like um, if I start getting loose or something, I can't catch it as quick with that big wheel. Right. Where if I go with a smaller wheel, I can catch it faster. Sure, no, that makes sense. So that's kind of why I like the smaller wheel. And I just keep that open wheel style uh wheel on that i have yeah. and sometimes when you're you're whipping on dirt it takes a minute to get used to that thing <laughs> i've done it I'm right done it. i mean it does it takes a second to get used to it so yeah check out him he does a uh he's got some great streams he has a good time on uh on his show there uh ty btv ty btv so uh brooks he's uh that's what I love about Brooks, man. He finds something he likes, and boom, he, he is passionate about Dude, it. Dude, and he races. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. he, he's, he's, he's always he's out racing there. in something about every night. That's that's awesome there. So we'll see uh, um, what else we got going on. Is uh, I'm trying to think what oh, other. Oh, I know what I want to talk about real fast because I meant to talk about it last week. So let's um, hit NHRA real, just for a quick second. Yeah. So we've had um, two events already. I think this this weekend's like the third event. NHRA's been out at IRP mm-hmm. or O'Reilly or Lucas Oil, whatever the hell it's called now. <laughs> I still call it IRP. But um, so this year in NHRA, there's a familiar face in the pits that you don't see. No John Force. Yep. No Team Force. And they said they couldn't get sponsorship. 
because of all the which my thing on that is without john force you don't have nhra because to me when I, I know what i think of you know nhra right now that's the first person i think of is john force i mean he's been a stable in nhra for years multi-time champion his daughters are racing in nhra now well one of them's still left the other two are having kids uh ashley let's see yeah, ashley has two i believe now and then courtney is married to graham rahal she's and she's pregnant one. so yeah. congratulations to that and um but yeah I, I don't see how you can not have to me if i was the nhra i would try to put something together to make sure john force is racing in nhra so i mean yeah i agree with you and, and, and people think that this is possibly his uh um exit in in uh i mean they they've been saying that for years and and he keeps coming back and, and he's still able to go out and win races i mean so you tell me and and yeah i would i would say uh i agree with chris john force is the goat man i mean the dude started out here here's a little history on john force he started out racing and he'd go out and um match race which match racing basically grudge racing for money mm -hmm. he would match race to win money so he could go to the next race and he would buy used parts because that's all he could afford at the time he'd buy used parts put you know these cars together and make them work that that dude's been set on fire numerous times you know been in crashes and still out there kicking and what is he like a 10-time world champ oh yeah absolutely i mean so you know, like chris downing's i it took me a, i was like white flag what it oh he's the goat goat, <laughs> goat. my eyesight is, is failing me my goodness but uh yeah absolutely i mean he he is oh I mean, let me answer tyler's question again he's talking about our sign yep. behind the series that is uh where can you get one of those hit up grunt works custom woods it's in the description below yep he does uh he hand carves all these signs tyler all that all that <laughs> is hand carved laid out he, he does all the paint work on it and everything. i mean if you could see it up close and personal the thing's just yeah, amazing it blows it away even more yeah. than that um but uh tim barth says in his 70s yes yes <laughs> so, <laughs> when he jumped that fence that was incredible. It's His like, interviews are the best. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's pure emotion yeah. right there. That's raw emotion right there. So, no, I, I completely agree with you here. we got to keep an but eye But that's all out. I had to say on that, sorry. <clears throat> that's all i got to say about that. Yeah. But, uh, no, the uh, it, it has been in just a, a, obviously a, a weird uh, roundabout year overall with, with NHRA. Kind of... Uh, this could that could be the sport that really does take the the biggest hit. I mean, they were already they were already struggling. I mean, we talked yeah. about that. They in, were already struggling in one of our first shows. Is how that was kind of a uh, uh, an issue, and now seeing this, it's it's kind of just it's it's added pressure here. Yep. It could be that one straw that finally breaks NHRA's back there. So hopefully, you 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 really uh, hope and uh, wish it's not. But you never know. Tim, that is Tommy Boy's cart. He he bought that, so I'm I'm too fat and old to get in the cart now. <laughs> oh, he's gonna help me though. He's already been giving me little tips and little bits of advice here. I'm just uh, uh I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn ranches. He's gonna drive. <laughs> so I'm I'm excited here. You got uh, Rick Hendrick in the the garage with a cigar. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so <laughs> we'll uh, we'll be definitely once we get out on the uh, the track there, we'll be definitely uh, doing some footage out from that. So I'm excited there. Mount the GoPro on there. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, yeah, we're having fun there, and it's just uh, here shortly. We're gonna keep that i racing talk going, and uh, like we said, a lot of cash up for grabs and. Hayden Cardwell is uh, is he here? Not yet, uh, but uh, uh, I'm just kind of pumping it up here. Oh, okay. He is extremely fast. We've seen him. Yeah, he's won Monsters of Dirt series. He's won World of Thunder. I mean, he's been up there. He, he's won in every series he's raced. VLR, in. exactly. Yeah. You, I mean, and, you talked about and that. not just in late models. He's he's won in midgets. He's won in UMPs. He's I mean, kid can drive. I mean, Absolutely. you can't take that away from him. But um. Speaking of dirt, let's uh, talk about Indiana Sprint Week for a minute. Yeah, absolutely. We got that going on, you know, just, uh, what was it, a month ago we had Indiana Midget Week. Yep. Now we're into Indiana Sprint Week. So night number one at Gas City. Who takes it? CV. Yep. And uh, I've seen some highlights on it, and he, he had a rocket, man. He was out there slinging it. He did. It was a little messy, though. You, I yeah. thought it was going to be a cleaner race, but... Man, that was a uh, a rough one for those guys. It seemed like uh, they were definitely taking their toll on uh, some of that. It was it was tough. Then night number two, uh, Kokomo, who takes it? We C.J. Had Leary. CJ, yeah, Leary. Leary taking it down there. And last night, I think, was much more entertaining. Uh, it was a cleaner race overall. And they, it looked like the track got uh, slicked up pretty good, like the dirt packed up real good by the time the feature rolled around, and, and it, it looked kind of greasy out there. Oh, well, we've had some some humid days here uh, past few days, mm-hmm. here, and, and I'm not sure up north they may have gotten a little rain then yeah. before too. So uh, that that bad boy definitely was uh, showing its. Uh, it's attitude, if you will. That track definitely had some. But uh, CJ looking tough. And, man, I think it definitely comes down. I, I hate saying because they won the first two. But both of those guys looking extremely tough. And I don't know. What's uh, um, something junior? Um, I would say it goes down between those three. I'm trying to – I can't think of uh I can't. I'm there. drawing blank right <laughs> now. But – uh. Because I'm thinking of uh, C.J. Leary. Right. And, you know, we were just talking about karting. C.J. Leary himself, but I remember his dad, Chuck, used to race out at Speedrome. And him and uh, the Dismores at Comet Kart Sales were good friends. And, you know, because Mark Dismore used to do some midget racing. Mm-hmm. So they were helping, you know, the Learys because it was uh, Leary Boys Construction. And, um, you know, Chuck and them did some karting, too. So it's funny how, you know, it just all ties together. And now you take C.J. Leary. Dude, C.J. Leary's tough. Oh, yeah. He's, he's very tough. He's fast. And a midget, sprint car, whatever, I, I can see the kid going places. Absolutely there. And then uh, what I'm trying to think. Tonight. Yeah, they go to Your track. <laughs> yeah, absolutely there, yeah. That was uh, uh, just an absolute. Hey, Dan, if you're still watching, I won't be in work tomorrow. We're going to Lawrenceburg tonight. <laughs> right. Just a, uh, a phenomenal. Uh, Kevin tra- Thomas Jr. Track. Kevin Thomas Jr. Yes, exactly. Um, I, I really think he goes down between those three. Uh, Kevin Thomas, he, he's he's striking just that close within striking distance of both of those races. And uh, uh, I, I think he, he's looking solid. He's looking tough. Uh, uh, and 
he's got a chance to to really take it. I, I, like I said, I think it goes between those three there. You know, and you gotta you gotta weigh in the factors too when you're running these short short dirt ovals like this. Um, you know, you're gonna get into lap traffic. It, it's inevitable. So it's it's you know if, if you're battling with the guy, it's it's no different than any other racing. Who can get through the lappers? You know, clean, smooth, and the fastest. Yep. So you could you could lead the whole race, come down to it get hung out by a lapper and this guy runs a better line through there and gets by you and that just costs you the race oh absolutely yeah i mean it, it's just the nature of the beast it, it gets like a traffic jam on these short tracks sometimes right it, yeah absolutely it's uh it is a tight track and and like you said man you get up in there and it it, it seems like you're always next to somebody yeah. it doesn't you and you, you, sometimes i i can imagine you have no idea where you're at it's like you don't know if you're third or if you're you're sixth because <laughs> you don't have a radio right or who's there's in, no radios I mean, in midgets or sprint cars you would have an idea of the guy in front of you i, I would assume but i i'm sure that does get a little confusing at times like uh i just know i gotta get in front of this dude and you know i like to see how they've been doing a nascar how they've been putting uh the heart rate you know a little screen inside the car showing their heart rate right i would like to see it on a midget or a sprint car driver because on these short dirt tracks like this you don't get a chance to relax. You're not just out there, you know, getting in the lead and taking it easy. You're 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 driving the car. I mean, you're constantly moving, working the throttle, working the steering wheel. I mean, you're hustling the whole time. Right. Oh, so yeah. I, I would I would like to see what their heart rate's at. Oh, uh, yeah. You know that's climbing because I I mean I know mine does when I'm even just sitting down down there at the rig. So he is here. We got the man, the myth. The uh, legend. Chris, we'll we'll get to that here in a minute. What's going on? We got Mr. Hayden Cardwell in the what house. What up? What up? What up? Hello, hello. It's always a good time when we got him. It is. I'm, I'm it's it's fun to have Hayden on the show. How's it been, bud? Oh, it's been good. You know, uh, week six coming up with this whole pro deal, you know, it's it's been up and down. You know, the only reason why I sat down is because we had two bad weeks. Uh, you know, luckily to decided points lately. Right now, uh, going to try to finish this deal. How many weeks series is it? It's a ten-week series. Okay, so you got four left. Uh, uh, five left, really. Five. We're on four okay. week six. So you got a six-point lead going into this next week. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty close there. Who's your uh, your toughest competition? Is it second place there? You think somebody's going to come up from uh, a little further uh, back here? You know, right now, if you if you could look at the points, you know, uh, Evan say is in second, and or it's like. Evan or Wilson, one of those guys that they're running second and third, you know, they're they're right on me. So I th I think it's going to be a battle to the end. You know, it's going to be fun to watch for sure. Uh, I think all, the first five weeks of the series has, you know, probably been one of the best pro series that there, there ever has been. You know, there's been racing for the lead every every week. You know, it hasn't disappointed at all. And what tracks do you have left to run in the series? Um, I'm pretty sure this this coming week, yeah, we got uh, Kokomo tomorrow, and then uh, Fairbury, Knoxville. Uh, Williams Grove than Charlotte and out of those tracks what would you say is your strongest track uh, probably Charlotte you know one the spring fling there four grand so I nice. can't really go I can't really go against that so that's what we've been talking about Hayden is uh, this year has been a uh, not many people can say 2020 has been their year 2020 has been the year of Hayden Cardwell right. though you're uh, you're collecting some cash there on iRacing Tell some people what you're doing behind the scenes there with that cash, maybe saving up for college, maybe saving up for uh, uh, a dirt car. Well, um, we already have a dirt car. We're we're currently 
building on that thing. We're we're trying to get that thing ready. So yeah, anything that gets done with that on oh, iRacing, it, it gets slung into you know buying parts here or there for the car for sure. You gotta have to put the me on the front of that one for uh, uh, me being the you being the uh, the person funding that ride. Not many people can say that, especially at your age, Hayden. How much does that? I mean, do you think that has kind of matured you and, and gotten you ready to step into this real dirt car on the track? Um, yeah, for sure. You know, it, it's it's been cool. You know, uh, I don't think anybody's ever said. You know, they've won. Besides, you know, there's been likes of William Byron and other people like that. You know, uh, basically put themselves out there because of the iRacing. And if I didn't have iRacing, you know, none of this would be none of this would be possible for me. So it, I just go back to think like. It's hard to believe, you know, where I am because I racing. Absolutely, but I mean, you've taken full advantage of it, yeah, here, man. It, most it, definitely, you're running away with it. Not many, like I said, not many people, especially when that kind of money's on the line for a person of your age. Because are you 17, 18 years old now? Uh, yeah, 17. 17 years old, four grand on the line, and he's got the composure to hold it. I mean, Hayden, that doesn't that doesn't come uh very very often that's a uh, a rare thing so i think right there kind of like i said really gets you ready for this uh this in-car experience here how how are you just like biting at the uh the child thank you chomping at the bit here to get out there and, and get some laps turned in this uh yeah for sure you know it, it's it's definitely you know where i'm just right on the edge of the seat already you know i'm just ready to you know finally make a lap or two you know i've got all all the gear basically we're just waiting on a couple little things uh with shock lights to get here and uh you know it shouldn't be no longer than three four weeks we should should be out there wow so, so when you finally do get out there explain to people what you'll be running uh it down here they, uh, i think last year they started the 602 late model class and uh it's just straight old shocks you know pretty much the cheapest thing you can get into just to start out and uh, that's what we're going to be into for these first couple of years nice so nice. hayden I, I know you you guys in the family you guys are racers this is something that's uh you guys are used to and dirt karting runs in the the family as well but you you yeah. haven't really stepped in a, a dirt cart much really have you i know i i practiced one of davin's there one time but i never really got any racing action for sure so that I mean, it's it's really interesting. I am so excited. I mean, we've talked about it many of times, Hayden, and that we're so close to seeing you in a real car. I think just I, people want to down you because you're you're the best on the the sim and dirt. But these guys are excited to see you as well. I mean, Evan, he uh, you know he's he's excited to see a video of Hayden turning some laps. You know your buddy JD is pumped to see you turn some laps right. there. So. I mean, I think most of that iRacing dirt world is excited to see what you can do. So does that kind of add a little pressure to getting out there to make sure you don't whip this thing around into the wall here real quick? Uh, no, not no, really. I love, know, it. Because, I love it. <laughs> uh, going out, you know, you really don't have any expectations. So, you know, whatever happens, happens really. But I don't think anything really social media-wise really matters. So I, I try to stay off that. There you go. No, that, and that Tyler makes... Blankenship said he wants to be Hayden Cardwell when he grows up. <laughs> it's true. He's, he's grown up. He's, he's passed that far. <laughs> he's, he's past that far. Whoopsie. <laughs> he's past the prime. <laughs> no, but like you said, I mean, the the expectations, as Aaron Brumblow would put it, they're virtual. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think you do have a lot of eyes on it. I'm not trying to add anything to you, but that's what I, I think really – uh, works for you is you kind of put that all past you 
and and you're good with it that uh uh you, you can you can just say hey these guys are, are watching that's good but at the end of the day these guys on this in the stands they they don't know me they know my uncle they know my dad but they they don't know me am i correct yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's just going to be another card out there, as everybody says. So, <laughs> well, but in the same sense, on that, maybe the people in the stands won't know you, but the people in the sim know you. And the thing that that's going to lead into, or could lead into, is you know some sponsorship deals down the road for you from different sim companies. Oh yeah, for so sure. So it definitely Anything's works out to your right benefit. Now. Yeah, if anybody does want to come aboard, you know, it, it's <laughs> funny, you know, it, it's just got a number on it right now, so right. anything helps. I love it. And that's, that's coming from a razor. It's just got a number on it. And ME, like I said, because not many people, like, you, I, I give you so much credit there, Hayden, is you've really funded this. Uh, I know uh, your dad had said your, your family's kind of helped you out, but that shows that these people really believe in you. You're coming from a family of racers, and they're they're getting behind you still, and they're saying, "Hey, yeah, he's he's got what it takes to to do it here, and and I think he can do it." So, with, well, go ahead. And when you're putting your money up, I mean, this isn't you know other people putting their money, and this is actually you out there putting your money into it. That just shows your dedication and involvement to how you want to race. I mean, so I think it's awesome, man. Yeah, for sure. I, I know uh, somebody was like, I don't know if he's really interested in it, but like. It's kind of hard to say that whenever every dime I've made, you know, I've, I've tried to spend it on every little thing I can. Yeah, absolutely. There, and and that's like I said, I think that goes into being that uh, mature driver, and I, I, that's just going to help you uh, uh, progress in in my mind. So to kind of go back to the the sim world of things, you've got this real car. Your 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 focus is probably mostly on that right now. I mean, all that excitement, all that that built up. Uh, um, just pleasure, enthusiasm. You had to to get behind this car, but yet you still have to finish this this pro series off for a uh, uh, a solid. Um, That's payday. called don't count your chickens for the eggs. Hatch. Well, right, but how do you how how are you keeping that composure and maintaining your um that practice or I, I hate to say practice because. He's like Allen Iverson when it comes to practice. Practice. We saw that. No, We're talking about practice. Series. You talking about practice? <laughs> but I mean, are you still that We're way? We're not talking about you, the game. We're talking about practice. Are you jumping on? Are you getting some stuff done during the um, week? Or? Yeah, I mean, you you gotta keep you gotta keep ahead of you know all these guys. They're they're testing throughout the week, trying to get everything you know between the top ten points. Those guys are gonna be testing all week for sure. You know, you gotta get on a couple days a week and at least test. You're not gonna be any good, but you know, luckily, uh, World of Thunder. You know, they they have this. They have a league on Sunday nights like tonight, and you know they run open supers and they follow the pro schedule. So basically, every te all the testing that we need to finish up, we will go there tonight and you know try to dial a setup in absolutely there uh john said how much does pro championship pay uh it's uh each weekly i don't know what the purse is but uh weekly it's uh 300 to win 200 for second and 100 for third and the points payout is ten thousand to the winner and i don't know what the fallout it is for that he though. don't care about second right. or third he's worried about that top dog give me the 10 stacks <laughs> that's because uh, was it uh Majulis? that won this series last year uh correct okay so uh i mean very impressive i mean you're you're going up against some big names in the the simulator world but like i said uh on the the outside of things it's 
you're you're wrenching that this car and getting it ready. So I, I'm just very impressed that at 17 years old you can maintain the two, keep them going. And and like I said, Hayden, you let me know when you get on the track because if I can be there, I'm there. We'll, we'll be there. Checkers and wreckers will be there. We will we will film Hayden Cardwell. We'll make a a big old thing documentary. About it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I am excited. Yeah, me too, for sure. So. Uh, we uh, anything else you you got for Aiden here? Uh, real fast while you're on here, Hayden. What Gosh. what do you think about the F1 season so far? Let's ask you that because I know you enjoy F1. So uh, let's uh-huh. get your take on the F1 season so far. You know, I I've just started to get into it, you know lately, and uh, you know I'm I'm really really excited for two weeks of Silverstone coming up. But I don't know if anybody's going to be able to have anything for Lewis though. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I mean, the and one, the Ferrari troubles have been, you know, pretty cool to watch, honestly. I I think the only person that has anything for Lewis is his teammate, and that's Botas. Yep. I mean, if Botas can go out there and run level-headed and calm, he can run with Lewis. He showed that, and he's proved that. But that, yeah, for but, sure. But I think uh, Silverstone, I think Lewis just sweeps that. It's oh his, yeah, it's his baby. Yeah. Unless it rains. Yeah. Unless it yeah. rains, you never know, though. For, well, for sure. You know, uh, that, that first week in Austria, you know, everybody, when uh, Lewis got that five-second penalty for Albon, you know, it kind of sucks for Albon, you know. He's been battling those podiums, you know, pretty much since he's gotten that Red Bull, and, you know, he's had a lot of bad luck. You know, I wouldn't mind to see him get at the top, you know, here in a couple weeks, but it's hard to say. Absolutely. We'll be watching there. Hayden, thanks so much for yep. hopping on. Uh, thank you. Pen- how, how did he do Pendemic. it? Pendemic. Pendemic. He, he didn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> Hayden, it's always a good time with you, dude. Thanks so much, man. Good luck. Yeah. And like I said, right. you let me know. You let me know when hey, you get out there. I on. think you got a sponsor. Tyler in the, uh... Blankenship says 100 bucks from your old buddy Ty B. Well, there we go. There you... Hundreds of hundreds. <laughs> you're, you're getting yeah. just just coming on here. Look at that. Thank you so much, dude. We appreciate it. Hey, uh, first off, I just want to go ahead and uh, thank all the sponsors that helped me on my racing side, though. Uh, you know, all the guys that slicks in the sport, uh, J.D. Brown, Dylan Hauser, Zach Swain, and Tyler Ducharme. You know, those are most of the guys on through the week. Uh, Joe Berkeley, uh, he's the owner of Slick. You know, all those guys do so much for me. Uh, Jason Webb Racing, Vanderbilt Race Cars, and uh, Jennifer Hans. You know, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be able to where I was right now, up at the top of the points. So, got to thank all them for sure absolutely gotta give you their their credit there as well hayden you are the man we'll be watching you on monday nights man kick some ass dude see you guys later buddy what a anytime he comes yeah it's always fun i enjoy talking to hayden he's fantastic there and for anybody watching that doesn't really follow i racing or or know you know who hayden is or what we're talking about uh watch some of you know the different broadcasts uh i'm not sure if you're not broadcasting anything hayden's in this season no I, I don't think he, like he said he's doing the world of thunder because yeah. of that supers it's following that but i i think he's kind of really just had that focus that yep. mindset there. there's nothing wrong with that no. i mean especially when you got 10 10k and you're you know and within Absolutely. your reach but um anyways hayden dude watch watch some i racing and watch world of thunder and and you'll know who hayden is i mean Hey, Hayden goes out there and just kicks butt. I mean, not taking away from the other guys. I mean, you got Evan Say, you got uh, Dylan Wilson, Wilson yep. uh, JD, um, Majulis, McSwain. McSwain. I mean, yeah, there's, there's fast guys. I mean, there's a lot of guys there. out there that are John fast. John Etheridge. Yep. 
<laughs> you well, said, no. I was gonna. No. You just fell into that. I, you of all people, I knew. <laughs> right after we I love said, oh. John. <laughs> oh hey. man, I had to see what you do there. No, yeah, that was you caught me off guard. <laughs> that uh, was perfect. <laughs> but yeah, I, John, just, we love you. That just shows you know the competition <laughs> level they're out there competing. I mean. And and like Hayden said, these guys are you know putting on good races, and and it's every week it's been a battle. <laughs> you are. I will give you that. He says I'm Hayden compared to y'all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I will give you that. Yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff right there. Oh man. So we we were talking to Hayden right there at the end about F1. Let's roll on in. Let's do it. To some F1 <clears throat> talk. Big news coming out this uh, this week from F1. They're going to cancel the U.S. They're going to cancel the Canadian. Um, the Brazilian and, that's a bummer. and Mexican GP. We'll we'll get to the um, the 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 big gray cloud here right away. Coda, is yeah. this the nail in the coffin? I hope not. Chuck Knob was asking this on a post that I made. I I, I, really, I don't think I don't really think it's a nail not. in the coffin. I mean, r- right now you can't you you can't really crucify you know the track or anything it's not their fault you know it's it's i I don't really want to get into all the politics of it and everything like that it's not the track's fault you know they're they're hurting as much as anybody else but i i think you know next year as long as we can get through this you'll see you know everything back at coda and coda will survive because that's that's the nicest facility in this country at first they were afraid they were petrified (laughs) <laughs> but no, and I, I really do hope so. I agree with you. It was just so well constructed. But with that very good construction came a very high bill. Oh, yeah. And, and that's the unfortunate thing. And you're paying taxes on that land, which is not cheap there. But the, I think the state has thrown them some um, some money right now um, in, um, uh, uh, what are they, like grants, yes. things like that. Um, but I don't know if it's going to be enough. We'll, ha- we'll have to see. Um, I, I, I really hope so. I think they survive it, Brandon. I mean, because, yeah, I, I know they spent billions to, bu- to build the facility, but that's been – how long has Coda been around now? Ten four. years. Is it, has it been that long? Maybe not. I was going to say I, maybe not even I was going to say four or five. You, you might be right with that. But, you know, they've, they've had a lot of races since then. So, you know, they have made some money, so hopefully, you know, they had – I mean, they sold out every F1 race that yeah. they had there. And that is MotoGP, the right? That uh, you know, they've had IndyCar there. They've had they've had a lot of different races there. So I I think they'll they'll stay afloat and they'll be all right. And I think F1 comes back, even though I know some of the F1 drivers don't care for Coda. And that was because um, was like what was it the the rumble strips or whatever you call the them? curbs, yeah. So maybe they redesign that before F1 comes back, and that might be part of the deal for F1 to come back is they have to go in and redesign those curves. It's a lot smoother in an Indy car because of the suspension that an Indy car has compared to the suspension that an F1 car has there. So yeah, I, yeah I, think, I, I think they'll be fine. But um, with this, a little bit of good news um, is that you're going to see the addition to Emola, which is Ferrari's test facility, mm-hmm. um, Port. Portimoa. And they're going to get their butt kicked and handed to them at their own test facility. <laughs> they are. Portimoa, I think is how you, uh, you say the other one. Yep. And the big one, I'm very excited about this, 
the ring, baby. Nurburgring. It's going to be fun. I, I Just put them on the whole thing. Can you imagine? The, the F1 cars on the entire track, the old part there. <laughs> the Nordschleife. I, 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 I just don't get how, you know, it was just you're going to run an Imola, but just a couple months back, Italy was widespread panic, and it was you well, know. Well, it's past there though. I mean, it's it, you're you're past that point now. Now it's spreading to these other places, like we're seeing over here on our side, and you're seeing those guys wanting to stay over there. I just don't know what to believe anymore. But anyways, <laughs> but I saw a meme the other day. It's uh, it was like how uh, how Ferrari is 2020 when there's going to be five races in Italy. And Ferrari might not even make the top three. It's, like, that's, it's, it's not it's funny, very, but it's true. Oh, it is. It is. It's it's Nicky Lauda said it best, like that line off a of rush. He's like, How do you have these facilities and make this shit box? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's perfect. It's what are you doing back there? But with that said, they are doing uh some things behind the scenes. They switched up their uh what is it, their um they changed their tech department. So yes, they, I did they see do that. Some moving around, playing a little bit of uh, chess behind the scenes. I think here. they changed some uh, some engineers too, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So they're 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 moving them around. I think Benito needs to. I think you, you got to be at this point. I'm really starting to think that's your weak link. You are you were an engine guy. You yeah. should be an engine guy. Yep. You are not a team principal, and that's the. I I, I think that's what really is the 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 end result of this. And, and I I don't think it just it, it ends with the engine. I think it also uh, the the chassis too. I just don't think the chassis is. I I think you can give them all the power they want, and that chassis is not going to handle it. It's 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 slow in the turns. Right. Exactly. And that's what so you they're mean. losing a lot of speed there. Right. So I think they really need to go in and, and find out why they're scrubbing all this speed off in the turns and redesign whatever they need to redesign to make it work. But at this point, do you want to do all that knowing that 2021 is right around the corner and, you know, the new rules package is coming out? Exactly. That's the. So at this point, do you just scrap that car in this season? Because, you know, next year Vettel's gone. You're going to have. Shaw Leclerc and <laughs> Carlos Sainz and, and and you go all out and try to put the best product out you can for 2021 for these two guys or, or what do you do? I, I, myself, I say you don't put any more money in this car. You, you, you finish out what you got and that's what you got. Right. No, I, I would agree with you there because at this point, a, a lot of people are saying they're focused on IndyCar. That Ferrari is looking not to make a move, but they're right now their focus is how do we get into this at a top because they're seeing McLaren. Yep. They're they're watching what McLaren is doing right now. McLaren gets into this and they're at the top of the board. And this is going to be a good way to kind of transfer um, into IndyCar because IndyCar coming out and we might have a shakeup in the IndyCar season again. So they're announcing these West Coast. The Laguna Seca, Portland, and there was one other one that was supposed to be out there. Um, maybe, Long Beach? Yeah, maybe canceled now because of the the rise in the West Coast. Um, so with that said, they're looking at mid-Ohio to be a doubleheader. They're that looking would be good. at Indianapolis in October to be a doubleheader, and they're looking at Gateway to be a doubleheader. So they're looking to keep these, these – uh, um, I don't really like the gateway doubleheader. I say if you're going to do that, go back to Road America. 
but you already did a double header there. So you don't want to do three on the same track. But with that or, said, you're going to do three at Indy. You're going to do four races at Indy, one on the oval, three on the Why not course. go to uh, Road Atlanta? I, I would, yeah, I would agree with you on something. Just, I, I just think right now they're kind of or barber scram. They don't want to. They don't want to uh, go to different tracks. They don't want to have to to travel. I think that's the big thing is keeping that travel to an absolute minimum. Um, so I think um, that's a, a big thing. But real quick on the Ferrari deal with IndyCar, you look at Ferrari and. What's another Italian manufacturer for the chassis? Delara. Exactly. So I don't think that's a too um, far off of a. Uh, yeah, but to answer that question, uh, Brandon, um, I you know I wouldn't be opposed to see Ferrari bring their own chassis. I, I've said that for a few years now. I, I want to see more variety in IndyCar, kind of how it used to be. I mean, you used to have you know. Uh, what was it? The March, the Lola, and Penske always had his own chassis that nobody could get, which I never agreed with that. But you know, and then you had um, you had Cosworth, you had Ilmore, then you had Honda come in. Uh, you had Mercedes. Um, you know, you had you had more variations in any car to me. Porsche at one time. It, it's it's almost like a spec series right now. Everybody's running the same chassis. You have your choice between Honda or Chevy. You're running same tires, same chassis, and you have two engine manufacturers. I would like to see at least one more chassis manufacturer and two more engine manufacturers. So if nothing else, if we could get just Ferrari power plants, I would be cool with that, but I would like to see another chassis too. If not another chassis, how about the innovation of body panels? So your wings, your your. Well, they've they've done that. I mean, because uh, Honda and Chevy, remember, they had their different packages for road uh, right. course. Right. No, I'm saying Andretti. He can come out. Say on this, uh, say Laguna Seca, or yeah, Laguna Seca. They think they want to use that tiered style wing like F1 does. Well, so but, they come out and make that wing. But the thing about that is, if you do that, you're going to drive up the cost. Well, I'm, that's what you're going to do with bringing another chassis in. Not necessarily because you're already buying a chassis. So you, you now you're having an option of either buying a Delara or say. What about McLaren making the chassis and Ferrari supplying the horsepower? I think that's a, a match made in heaven, but you're so, trying to get those two guys to agree on that. So <laughs> there you would have your choice between Delara or McLaren chassis. You know, and that's where IndyCar needs to step in and say, okay, you can have another chassis, but the price has to be the same. You can't you can't price gouge and like if if Delara is selling their chassis for three hundred and fifty thousand, you can't come out and say you want seven hundred thousand for yours. Right. You have to keep it at that three fifty mark. Well, right, and that's what I mean. Competition drives, I guess, uh, you know, pricing and stuff like that too. So uh, you could say that would maybe help drive down the cost. I guess so. You can't. Delara wouldn't have the ability to say this is what a chassis costs, and you're stuck with it. Right. They they'd have that. Uh, competition to say well, okay well i'll go over here and i can get this one for this so i'll get that one so and yeah you could see that that may but again i mean we've talked about it it goes the it comes down to safety and that's it what does any car has found that is the safe and, and and we've talked about this and f1 it's not you have those long runoffs you have uh you're not going wheel to wheel at 200 miles an hour uh on an oval 
So I think that's where IndyCar does have to be more of a spec series, if you will, because they're they're dealing with safety. And uh, we we real quick to mention that Erickson was quoted this week. Did you see this in saying that he thinks F1 should uh, take over the uh, aero screen. screen? He thinks that that is phenomenal. He thinks it's uh, fantastic. And and we we talked about it last week. We saw it. It, it, we'd have another dead driver if we would. it wasn't for the aero screen. And, and I hate to sound morbid like that, but that's that's a, that's the God's honest truth. Because that wing would have creamed Colton Herter right in the head and probably killed him. No, Colton Herter would have got I mean, into, um, uh Pickett. Or Pick, was it Pickett? Uh, no, it was um, Gosh, Carpenter's other driver. Yeah, I know, exactly. Um, uh, VK? Uh, VK. So, and, yeah, so, so Herta's nose and wing would have went right into VK's head and probably snapped his neck. Absolutely. I mean, and and he right wouldn't be there. here. And, and I hate to say, thank God we were proven that that aero screen saved somebody's life just like that because yeah. now I think that shuts everybody up that was saying, oh, this thing looks ugly. Okay. I like the way it looks. Well, his face still looks okay because it's not... In- his life still looks okay. <laughs> exactly. I mean, right there, it, it, it's, I, I agree with you. It looks like a, a fighter jet. Yeah, I, I think it looks good. I, <laughs> you I, are one step away. You are a DOS system away from lifting off. I mean, <laughs> you're still running open wheel. Right. It, it was never open cockpit. It was open <laughs> exactly. wheel. And, and if you want to be technical, you know, the driver's area still is technically open. I mean, yes, right. you, you have that screen around you. You've seen people do it. But... You know, end of the day and bottom line is you have to protect the drivers because that's your product. That's your product you're selling right there. Yep. So if you don't have the product to sell, what are you going to do? <laughs> so <laughs> I, I agree with the winds, the, the aero screen, and, and, yeah, I mean, I can see F1 should adapt it. Yes, the bar does help where if a tire or something's not going to come in, but still you can get other debris and People stuff have been through hit there. With it. Yes. Like Lewis Hamilton, you've yes. seen with Charles with – Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc. <laughs> I wish I could. We're going to have to get a little gif of you doing Charles Leclerc. That's, it's just so perfect, especially when you're in the moment doing it. Oh, goodness. Um, unfortunately, I don't know. Did we mention Zanardi? No. I know we talked about it before. We talked about it before uh, the show. Just a quick update on him. Uh, he is taking a turn. He is unstable now. Um, so hopefully... Um, he's unresponsive. He, he's not talking. So hopefully he takes a turn back towards the uh, the better side of things. But uh, obviously our thoughts are with him and his family as he goes through this. Nobody you want to see no. this happen to. But, I mean, just for, for that guy, it's like, and man. He was one of my favorite you, drivers. He was one of my favorite. What more through? It's unfortunate. And speaking of drivers that have been injured, you know, uh, Schumacher, Michael Schumacher, he is, he's been making progress. Because um, one of his old, uh, it's either the the team principal or engineer, has actually went to Schumacher's house and watched some races with him. Gotcha. And, and he's been responsive. And nice. That's uh, so, good to hear. Yeah. So um, then here, here my question on the uh, to to leave the IndyCar segment here would be with the what we said with the season. Mm-hmm. If, if this happens, if those West Coast uh races are canceled and we've got to flip back to this kind of alternative plan do those young mclaren drivers benefit from this because right now if you look at the standings sitting in fourth is pat award i know um yeah I, i really think they do um both of them i mean uh pat award and uh 
I'm drawing blank again. Um, I'll, ever I'll ever ask you. They both look strong in those cars. Absolutely. I, I, I think the, that team, you know, coming from when it was Schmidt-Peterson and you bring Arrow and McLaren in, that team looks better now than they ever have, if you ask me. Right. I mean, at that point, you just added resources to an already – a team that was right there. I mean, you were right there. You were getting wins with Hinchcliffe as your driver. Yep. You were getting uh, um, uh, podiums. Wickens yep. was driving for you. I mean, you were doing – good now you're to the point where you can be great yeah you're to the point where you can compete with the ganassis and the penskis and the andrettis i mean now you you have to when when you talk about the big three you have to throw arrow mclaren smith peterson in that conversation now and make it the big four i think this year well this year i think the big three is penske ganassi arrow i agree because andretti Andretti has not looked good this year at all right now I mean, they're flopping. They have not looked good at all. And like we talked last week, you know, I think it's that five-car team has got them spread too thin. You need to cut back to a three-car team and focus on those three cars and have three competitive cars. Yep. Because right now you got five field fillers. Absolutely. You're exactly right there. So we, we make our move here from IndyCar to – Oh, real fast before we jump from IndyCar. They announced this week that uh, the Indy 500 – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 25% capacity. So, so it went from 50 to 25%. And the reason being on that, half of the people of that 50% didn't choose to go. So they said, no, I don't want to. So really, they just had a, a demand for 25% of tickets. And they said at 50%, they could still, at 50%, there would still be 100,000. Mm-hmm. So at 25%, that means 50,000. Yep. But they did raise the blackout. So now exactly. I can sit at home. And drink beer and watch the Indy 500 live, yep. which I'm pretty excited about that because I'm not going to the race this year. It'll be the first one I've missed in a long time. Right. But uh, I was really hoping for an October run. It would have been interesting. That's what I was really thinking October was going to be the date. But I don't think that at this point they want to back it up anymore because of the fear of something else right. closing down or stopping it. Uh, and if you're planning on going to the Indy 500 in August, you better do your research and read their 800-page rule guide <laughs> they have for the weekend. Pretty much. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. I think you're going to have a designated time to, to get in there. Mass. Uh, mask will be uh, needed to be worn unless your you're Your temperature you're will eating. be taken. You have external temperature. So, say, this is a question people are having. It's August. It's hot. I got a mile walk to the the stands. They're going to take your external temperature. If your external temperature is above 100, they're then going to step you aside and take a rectal thermometer. No, I'm joking. Take a a mouth uh, under the tongue. Oral. Uh, Oral, thank you. And I just kept thinking of how my mom used to do it. And uh, then... uh, TMI. (laughs) uh, uh, So it's not the... You're not... Because I've heard people getting right. turned away from events, different things like that, because it's a hot day outside. And, well, yeah, you're taking the temperature on my head. Uh, concessions will be selling packaged food only. Right. So your, your indie dog, your tenderloin, not going to get that this year. Nope. Which I'm okay with. That's not been... I've always been in one. I bring cold chicken. Yeah, I, I bring <laughs> I bring a cooler and one. Sometimes I bring two. One's got beer and one's got food and snacks. All right. So and, and this is a year too. Is it doesn't start till two thirty. Uh, with that said, there's no need to get there early. 
I mean, right. I, I don't need to get there at 8 o'clock this in, in the morning, unfortunately. There's not going to be any traffic. No, oh, no. No, I mean, uh, at this point, it's going to look like a day at the Brickyard. I mean, pretty it, much. Pretty it's going to look like a Brickyard 400 without anybody in the infield. That's that's kind of the way I would. I guess you can still get in the garage, still get into the pits if you have that access. Yeah, your bronze pass, uh, bronze still, badge will still work. But I, I mean, are the drivers going to? They're not going to be coming up. To Probably people. not. I mean, Probably will you not. toss them something to sign? I mean, that six foot rule. They're going to. They don't want to have the risk of missing out of the 500 yeah, because so, they end up getting COVID-19. Uh, unfortunately, if you spent the money for the, the badges this year, they're they're kind of not going to say worthless, but they're they're not going to be as neat as they usually are. I don't think so. You're not going to have the interaction you usually get. And that's not guaranteed. No. But I, I, I just don't see how you would. That's my thing. That's If I had a badge, I would still I, – if I, I, I had tickets in a badge – I'd use my tickets, but I would I would save the badge for next year because I think you can get excuse me you can request uh, um, like it to go roll towards over. next year exactly so um, to kind of roll over we'll keep it IndyCar but a good transition here again like perfect transitions today is this week Tony Kanon is announced as the face. Not maybe not the face right now, but the first the SRX big name series exactly to come out in that SRX. So and he is signed. I mean, it's a done deal. Right. He's signed. He will be racing that series next year. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Chris Downing asked us what we thought about that, and I, I, I think, think it's, it's great. Be good. Uh, I think it's I, great. He's driven stock cars before down in uh, Brazil, I think. So it's not like he's new to stock car racing. It's not his normal, um, but I, I think. That's a uh, a good driver, um, somebody, and he's a good face, a great person to have as a, uh, uh, if you wanted a, a, a face to this, somebody to be an ambassador, who better than Tony Kanaan? And I, and I read a statement that, you know, Tony said after he signed the deal, he said, you know, I never said that I was done. No, oh, no, he's I, made I, that I said clear. that I wanted to, you know, ease back. Mm-hmm. He goes, so... It's not that I'm done racing. I just don't want to be. He said, I'll, I'll probably never be in another full Full-time. IndyCar championship exactly. again. He goes, but I, I still want to race. So, I, I mean, TK still has the passion, still has the determination. And he's probably one of the most fit guys in the field, even over these young kids. TK runs triathlons and oh, absolutely, he is he's a fit. biker. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think that's a great move. Now, however, my thing on that is, and, and like we discussed last week, I, I don't want to see all these big-name drivers or guys that used to be big names or on the end of their career. I, I, I want to see some some of these young guys, you know. Uh, we talked about him earlier. Um, C.J. Leary, uh, Brandon Shepard, which he won last night, by the way, again. <laughs> um, you know, some guys like that get a chance at this. That's, that's what I want to see. Right. I mean, yeah, you could have a guy like TK in there, but don't make the field full of that. Right. No, exactly. And, but like I said, I think they needed to go out and get an ambassador. <clears throat> they did. To kind of you you needed that one in, big name, fans. big face. Exactly. So I think that does. And, and on top of that. They're what, saying Stewart might drive in it too. What better to do to grab an open wheel fan base 
then grab Tony Kanaan and try to pull those fans into this stock car yeah. uh, style of racing. So uh, I, I think it's a good idea, but like you said, I, I do agree there is hopefully the series isn't full of just these uh, – and I'm, he's not a has-been. but No. A guy like I said, on the tail end past, of his career. Exactly, yeah. Because um, he can still drive. He can still wheel it. So um, what is uh, – what else do we got NASCAR. out there? Little NASCAR. Oh, real quick, uh, before we, I, I should have said this during the IndyCar, uh, Robert Wickens. Oh, yeah, yeah. Takes his first win since the accident on CWTV. 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 <laughs> CWTV. <laughs> I got to talk to him. I was pumped. I thought that was incredible. And, uh, you know, he, he sounded like he was. What's up, Anthony? Excited to uh, um, be out there. And and really push him forward. He said, you know, this is a big part of his comeback is getting comfortable back behind the uh, the wheel here, and, and it all starts here on iRacing. First. Well, and like we discussed, I you know, I've never met the guy, but just from interviews and stuff I've seen of him, Wickens just seems like he's such a humble and down to earth guy, and he is a racer. I mean, that's why he's doing what he's doing. He could have said, okay. I'm just going to try to recover from that injury and be able to where I can walk again, and then I'm done with racing. Mm -hmm. But not only is he trying to recover from his injury and be able to walk, which he is making a lot of progress. Oh, yeah. He's also still has the passion to race. I mean, so if I could get to it, I'd take my hat off to you, Robert Wickens. <laughs> I, I, th I think you're an awesome guy. I think you're an awesome human being. And, and keep keep working, man. Keep working. I... I I like seeing your videos and seeing the progress that you're making, and and that just shows you the willpower of somebody. Man. Oh, absolutely. You know, he said, I'm not going to let this injury get me down, and, and he hasn't. Since as soon as he got out of the hospital, he's been in rehabilitation and been working, and, and he can walk. Yep. I mean, that's awesome. Absolutely, yeah. So uh, and I said, so what you're telling me is – if you make this uh, comeback, I can take a little bit of credit because you can have it all. I said, oh, no, no, no. I don't want it all. I just want a little sliver of it. I just want a little tiny sliver of it. That's going to be my uh, my claim to fame there is uh, giving that. Well, I didn't give it to him. He got itself there. But it all happened on CWTV there. Some, you know, CBS gets that. And uh, Fox gets the Super Bowl. CBS gets the World Series. CWTV gets Robert Wickens. Heck yeah, baby. <laughs> Elite Racing League's putting it out there and getting those guys out. First was Rubens. Then we had, yep. uh, um, oh, my goodness, McGinnis, Robert McGinnis from the Indy Light Series. We got Robert Wickens now, these guys. And what's cool is then you got Chad Frankenfield, the guy who runs the league. He ends up taking one one day. Um, Trenton Walco takes it this weekend. So these guys are beating these top names as well, too. So it, it's really fun to to see that all kind of going down and happening there. Yeah, Jason, we talked about Indiana Sprint, Sprint Week earlier. <clears throat> Unfortunately, we haven't been able to make it to the races, which uh, we would love to, but we do keep uh, keep up on them and see what's going on. And, yeah, uh, I'm sure Gas City and Kokomo was – both good races if i wasn't broadcasting tonight i probably would go back down to lawrenceburg because that was such a fantastic track man it really was and anthony says can we keep a buddy of his in his in our prayers he took a nasty ride last night and was cut from his modified <laughs> and airlifted he's home but it will be a road to recovery absolutely thoughts and prayers out for him man absolutely so um 
last week, NASCAR. NASCAR. <laughs> Dylan, you pulled a Tommy boy. I did pull a Tommy boy. <laughs> Austin Dillon. And, and that's what I said right when you picked him. I was like, man, he's kind of having a decent year this Every year. Every time I pick him, he bites me in the ass. He's kind of like my <laughs> Matty D. Yeah, Matt, yep. So th- that's my question here. He's, he's sitting 17th in points, but is this maybe this momentum year that Austin Dillon needed? He's had some no. top 10s. He's staying more consistent this year than we've seen. He, he takes that win not at a super speedway. Takes it away from a super speedway. That, I think, is the biggest thing is that Dylan takes it to Texas. It's not a uh, uh, – it, it's a mile and a half, but still, it's not a, just a flat out. And uh, You know, if anything, I would have to say, and maybe I'm wrong on this, I think the addition of Tyler Reddick to that team could has really it. lit a fire underneath that team. And, and maybe it's just the input he's bringing into the cars. Even though he's a rookie – He's been in Xfinity. He's been in the truck, oh, so yeah. he's he's got some experience. Maybe it's just the setup that he likes in the car, and been out there and put this setup on there and went fast because he's he's had several good runs this year as a rookie, and you know that's translated to, to Austin and Ty Dillon's cars. Hey, let's uh, throw Reddick's setup on your car and see what you think. See what he can do, and they like it and they're comfortable in it. And that you know that could be it. I could be wrong on that. I'm just speculating. But um, yeah, so I mean the 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 RCR cars have looked decent this year, but they haven't looked as good as Denny Hamlin. Oh no, Denny Hamlin is on fire. He takes five wins, fifth win this year, and that was like uh, what? How many did Bush have last year? I want to. Uh, he was. I mean, he's having that style of season here. That isn't that, it funny that Hamlin's the strongest car on that team now. Kyle oh. Busch hadn't done nothing. No, I mean, he's he's pretty much. I, I don't know what is going on there. What's happening? Maybe they put him. all the illegal parts on Hamlin's car this year, <laughs> right? Just switching them out, yeah. moving them around there. But uh, yeah, Hamlin doing a fantastic job there, running great. But uh, so and but here's my thing, and I was talking about to this uh, uh with a buddy of mine at work the other day. So Hamlin's got five wins. This is where I don't like this chase crap. You're saying he should be in a, a heck of a chan- or run come the playoff, or there shouldn't even be a playoffs. Right, just be a load of. Because I mean, what's to say he goes out and wins three or four more races before the playoffs? Before the playoffs, and he's he's had you know he's had five wins. That's not including his top fives and top tens. He's had too. He's had a strong year. Oh yeah. So you come time to playoffs. He's got this big old point lead built up, and then it's going back to it's it, it does it doesn't go back to zero because they they add points for stage wins. Yep. But still, though, there there shouldn't even be a question. He should be the champion. You know, to me, if he goes out and wins four more races and strings together all these top fives, top tens, how can anybody beat him? Right. No, yeah, I and I agree with you to a certain extent there, but like like we said many a times, that's where the fans wanted something. Come those those last three races, they didn't want to already have decided a champion by then. I, not, I just I just don't agree with it. Oh, and, and like I said, I, I'm with you there, but I I can see where people were upset, saying, "Hey, these last three races pretty much just don't matter." And then I mean, you, you're fighting for a win. But, I mean, the championship's already decided. This is the only sport that the final 
game, the final race, isn't the title. Right. I mean, that's that's what they gave us with this, and that's uh, whether right or wrong. They're trying to make it like WWE. No, maybe not WWE, NFL. I mean, they're trying to make NBA with the the playoffs. They're they're trying like to add drama into the end. No, of well, it right, exactly. So I just you know whatever. I and I agree with you there because he's having an absolute phenomenal season, and it, it would take Harvick to catch on at the end of the season in the old point series to really have somebody in the the running to catch. Yeah. So. <clears throat> that's a uh that's pretty much all we got on nascar isn't it i think that is just about it overall there so uh, um is battle at the brickyard this weekend or next weekend i think it's this weekend you are correct i believe yes yeah the carts out the brickyard this weekend absolutely you know though and and, <coughs> and when i heard they first started doing the brickyard deal i was like man that's a track i always wanted to run when i was karting but then uh, I heard entry fees to run that race. Oh, I heard it. Yeah, it's like th- it's either three or three fifty. I think it ends up costing like seven hundred dollars to run. The and race then you got to run their tires. You have to run their fuel, which is seventy five bucks for five gallons. That's ridiculous. So they're getting you for fifteen bucks a gallon. And if you go out and practice a lot, or if you're running a couple of different classes, you're probably gonna burn through more than five gallons of fuel. You have to run their fuel in practice. Yeah, you have to run their fuel the whole time you're there. Really? Yeah. I just thought that was in competition. Well, but the thing about it is, even though in competition, what are you going to do? You're going to come in and rebuild your whole carburetor and everything to get that other fuel out? Eh, because if they sniff it and there's any trace of that other fuel in there. By the time you run a few gallons through of the other one, it, you're not going to It doesn't have that matter. It. it could be residue in your. It could. I just wouldn't chance it. Plus, you want to run the same fuel that you're racing to get accurate lap times. I mean, you can go out and run some other fuel. And be a second faster than everybody else. But then when you put the fuel in you have to run, you might be a second slower than well, everybody right, else because exactly. you didn't have Combustion, your shit tuned up. Something like, right. Because it's going to run different with each fuel depending on what octane it is and everything like that. So, yeah, they, they kind of got you by the short and curlies on that one. And I, don't, I just – you're going to spend almost $1,000 to race for one race. Because by the time you have – motor freshened up and anything you got to do to the cart to have it ready i I mean that's just that's ridiculous amount no so how do guys run from whiteland and you have to use whiteland's fuel to newcastle and you got to use theirs they probably uh drain the tank out and just blow everything just kind of get it all out of there Mm -hmm. because some guys make that switch in a day they go from whiteland on saturday to newcastle on sunday so and, and I guess or they too, they might uh, have a motor for each too. Yeah, they might. Where they're just flopping it off. Because I also know that uh, between Whiteland and Newcastle, you have to run different tires too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. At Whiteland, you have to run uh, Hoosiers, I believe, and yeah. Newcastle, you got to run MGs. Right. Yeah. It's, it's something like that there. So, and then like you, and that's just more. I, I don't yard, agree with that. That's just another cost you're adding to these guys. You can you can practice with anything though, as far as tires. You don't have to go out on the brickyard and practice with their tires. You can go out there and practice. Uh, I'm not your, sure on the but rules again, of that. You're going to get a different feel, different. They're, they're, like I said, you you don't want to practice with anything different than what you're going to race with because uh, that just makes practice null and void. You sh- you should go out and practice exactly how you're going to hit the track to race. So if you're running Hoosier tires, you need to have Hoosier tires on the cart when you're practicing, or it's a wasted practice session. Right. You're getting false information. 
That's just my theory. No, I'm, I'm, unless you're just going out there to learn the line and learn the track, then that'd be the only time, I guess, that you'd you'd really just slap an old set of tires on and just go at it. But you're still not really going to do that because, like I said, you got to get the cart set up because going from a different tire compound to this tire compound, you're going to have to set the cart up different. You're going to have to tune on the cart. So you don't want to keep swapping back and forth. Like I said, if, if you're going to go out and practice no matter what, you need to practice just how you're going to race. See, yeah, and I, I would agree with you. At that point, you're just putting so much cost to it, and it, it takes away from the fun of going out to the brickyard. And yeah, because if you go out and somebody spins you on the first lap, then you're going to be pissed and want to fight this guy or whatever because right. you just wasted $1,000. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep, that would not be a, a, a fun event there. So, um, We have no picks of the week this week. No, yeah, there's no. I guess no we NASCAR do, race uh, today. We could do a pick on the sprint car race tonight if we wanted to. I don't know the drivers well enough to say, do that. <laughs> I couldn't pick a checker wrecker and a dark horse. I could say CV just because I think he's he's going to take the the week. But I, I, I could say think... Leary just because I think he's <laughs> yeah. going to win again. You know, but <laughs> I think we're just throwing darts at that point. So now, if we were talking, you know, like late models, Brandon Shepard, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's good. It's kind of hard to beat him this year. It really is. That, that dude's been on a tear this year. So, uh, I guess just a, a shout out there to, whoops, Harmon Designs again for yes. getting that done. And then uh, we got Butt a couple, couple guys there in Australia running the Checkers and Wreckers. So, welcome to the Checkers and Wreckers family, mates. Yes. <laughs> uh, didn't you say we got an announcement from Butt Kicker this week? Yeah. So, uh, Tegan Daniel takes home the Butt Kicker from the ECRS Be the Butt Kicker Off the Track campaign there. So, most laps ran with the least amount of incident points. Uh, he was up in front. He was dominant this season in that he won the he won the title. He won the pretty much every every race but two, three, and takes home the butt kicker. So a dominant performance by Tegan there. Um, Dude, you're all like the butt kicker. Oh, fantastic! And then so next season uh, we're moving it over to. Uh, or butt kicker coming back on with us and we are going to get with the nsrl and they're going to do the same style 90 you got to be in 90 percent of that uh um of those races so they they want participation which is right. perfect and then out of those uh drivers within the 90 they're going to do the same thing it's going to be the butt kicker off the track campaign there so and 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 the thing on the butt kicker you know we we kind of sat down and, and decided that nothing against any series or anything like that we we, we want to get you know the butt kicker involved and you know we we did uh what we gave two away with monsters of dirt or three two, two yep so we gave two away with monsters of dirt now we're doing one with nsrl ECRS. we gave one to ecrs so we're just trying to spread it to the different series you know all, all that, that's what the i racing and sims about you know the just make it a family a community yep I mean, so show the love and spread the love to people that show love to us. Absolutely there. So Kyle Westwood and the group over there at the NSRL, they'll be fighting. Like I said, they're going to do the butt kicker. That's a good league, man. The, it is. It is. I don't get to watch it a lot. I try to watch it if I'm on lunch or whatever at that time when it's going on. But, you know, from what I do see, it's good, clean racing. Uh, I think most of those guys have been racing with each other for a while, oh, so yeah. they know what they're. I doing. mean, when you and that's uh, like that wild horse that I drove in last night. I mean, they're gonna go uh, like 120 laps at the Brickyard, and they're gonna have two cautions, and that's at Indy in a in a stock car. 
that's the the cautions are going to come late in the stint when these guys are pushing up the track and one guy tries to just barely edge out that other guy on the outside and they realize that oh, Indy's not the place to do that. <laughs> or when his tire is gone. Right, exactly. I mean, that's it's not a, a first lap, uh, I'm going to shoot it into turn one and just full throttle here. We're going at it. So uh, just a very clean league, and I am very, very excited there. So, Yeah, so real fast before we go, I, I got to tell my story from last night. Getting the... We're both racing ARCA at Texas. We were in different rooms, though. Uh, I get out there. I think I qualified fourth. Jump into the lead on, like, the third lap. I'm out there building a big lead, just cruising. <laughs> Got a big lead going on. 35-lap race. 33 laps. I hear two to go. I'm like, <laughs> all right. Now I look up my rearview mirror. Here comes second place. Here comes third place. My my tires, I'd... I'd Cooked them. I cooked them. I went out there and thought, you know, I'm going to lay down some real fast laps and try to build a big lead, and that should give me enough cushion for my tires go away to the end. Yeah, it didn't. These guys <laughs> save these guys save tires too, so at the end they had better tires than me and could it's really like come they on come strong. Come on, new sets. Yeah, it's like where did you guys like? Did you put them on in the middle of the race? Like somehow? Like how did you do that without losing a lap? Yeah, <laughs> but it was fun. I mean, I still got a third out of it, so I can't complain. I really like that because it does. It teaches you how to really conserve your tires mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So I think that's a good series to hop in official wise there. And the Arca cars are fun at Texas. Oh, yeah. The ARCA cars are fun. At, I don't think I've had When they first come out, I didn't care for them because, you know, they, they took the K&N away and it went to ARCA. Right. And I was used to driving the K&Ns, and I really liked the K&N cars. And the ARCAs just felt different at first. But now that I've driven them a little bit, I, yeah, I like them. Yep. I am I am a fan there. So anything else you got for the day? Nope. I think that's it, man. What, what? you got going on today? Probably just going over mom and dad's and yeah. going to eat some dinner, let them swim. We got the Pricks of Pavement Championship yep. night tonight. I want to run in that. Absolutely. It'll be fun. I might hop on before we go over. And then I'm going uh, to fire up the air fryer. I got some big old pork chops to throw in the air fryer. I've been air frying about everything. Dude, the air fryers. <laughs> I tell everybody, if you don't have an air fryer, you need to buy one. You're doing something wrong. Yeah, because air fryers are great. I, I even take, like, a, if I make a turkey and cheddar cheese sandwich. I'll throw it in the air fryer. My, my grill's over there going, hey, man, you, you going to use me anymore? Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm out of here. Don't forget me. So, hey, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in with us today. And don't forget on Wednesday nights, check out our brothers, the one in the ass over at Black and White Sports, Wednesday night live at 730. Absolutely. Hop on over to www.bwsports1.com. That's one as the numeral Yep. for all that. And be sure to like, share, subscribe to our YouTube. We have YouTube now, so we we're do. on the YouTubes. Um, we still haven't got ten grand on uh, like shit. We're close. close. I think we're like eight hundred away. So we get to ten grand. We're gonna do some crazy stuff. Some crazy. We might even give something away. Who knows? Oh, we are gonna give something. Okay. Away. So Tommy Boy says but we, we are giving something. Crazy. Away. But we're gonna do something <laughs> crazy because we're just two wild and crazy guys. What if we air fry a pepper? <laughs> Wrap it in bacon. Oh, it's like the hot. We'll go hot. We'll go Carolina Reaper. I don't know about Carolina Reaper. <laughs> He's getting nervous just thinking. He's starting to sweat over. Whoo! Yeah. Oh man.
Well, we if we did that, we have to do it at the end of the show because we did it at the beginning of the show. We wouldn't be talking. We do ha ha. Well, you ha. remember my yeah. uh, sign all day. Holy! <laughs> 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 no, uh, Brandon, I'm uh, I gotta get a uh, motor on that bad boy. It's it's still a work in progress. Slow yep. down. <laughs> but uh, well, I'll get there quick. I I am just as excited as as Asher was. I'm sure. I'm chomping at the bit, but yeah, I gotta uh, gotta find a good motor here and. Uh, Get a couple other things, and I'll be ready to go here. So shouldn't be too long, hopefully. If anybody's got a nice Micron for sale, Tommy Boy needs one. I got one. Did you got one? He, he threw it in with a cart. Which Micron? I'll send you a picture of it later. Three, four, or five. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> I just know it came with it. I believe five's the latest one. So right on. Appreciate it, sir. And that is all we got for the day. Yep. You guys make your... Sunday, a fantastic one. You do have do you have some fun and enjoy the day? Check out Sprint Week tonight. Check out the Pricks of Pavement Championship action. And what else you got? That's that's about it. Peace. Check them out.